I gotta get me a recording in progress sign to hang up down here. <laughs> I like it. So little kids don't come running. Do not, here. do not disturb. Podcast in session. Yes. Make it like a silent alarm, or like it could just be like strobe lights when they hit it. Like, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, I always wanted something to swing out, just a giant palm hand, just take you right out. Was it like that old school uh, thing they had in the cartoons when like they they squeeze their hand and then it like meow, like reaches out with oh, the, yeah. the, the little adjustable arms with the uh, boxing glove on it? Did you ever see the <laughs> the, the uh, episode of Jackass where they had a full size one of those? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't they do like a full size like rock'em sock'em robots or some shit at one um, point? Somebody sure did. did. I remember that. That was funny. Jackass. That's pretty iconic for our generation. (laughs) 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 Made people get hurt all over the world. Yes. Thanks, Johnny Knoxville. Yep. Poor Steve-O and everybody else. I know. Sacrificing (laughs) your your body for the betterment of humanity. (laughs) Jeez. Maybe. Maybe not. What's up, trade crew? Ryan and Dennis here back with another episode of HVAC R&D. We are powered by Keystone Sales and Associates. They are your premier PHVAC manufacturers rep in the Mid-Atlantic, covering from South Carolina all the way up the coast. We've got something to get in. We got some HVAC to get into. I know it's rare but we're getting into it tonight um it is august we've made it to august we finally got it finally got hot and now it's a high 72 where i'm at so i'm not sure what happened i feel like i'm living in seattle it's rained for a week but without further ado let's get it going yeah come on what's up trade crew welcome back as dennis said back and better than ever um sorry zach there was an um for you i listened back to uh, episode 103 and i uh have fallen back into my um i guess uh what's the right word i guess the Uh, old habit of too many ums uh yeah something like that i will try to be better 
That's I was just it was starting to wear off on me. You gotta cut it out. I know. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. So this episode is also brought to you by Platinum Sponsor One Thing Marketing. Brittany and her team kicked some major hind in on putting together HVACRD.com. So go and check it out. Also make sure to follow us on social media at HVAC.RD on Instagram, TikTok, as well as as HVACRD on LinkedIn, Facebook, and TradeHounds. Again, the website is done, HVACRD.com. Go check out the Trade Crew Vendor Hub for more info on Keystone Sales, One Thing Marketing, as well as our deals with BetterHelp, Chirp, and Service Titan. We've got some interesting live events coming up. Not everything's on the calendar, but Dennis and I were looking at some dates for some stuff this fall um, just yesterday, so stuff will be coming up. Yes, I know. I keep teasing you and talking about articles. So I'm one looking of these at days the when here. I have one of on these the days when here. I have the chance to. It says articles, and I did question marks like all the way across the page. I yeah. don't know if Ryan would catch that. Of course, he caught that. Yeah, there's there's a good solid at least twenty question marks right there. I can't Sorry. wait to Sorry, dive everybody. in deep. So me and Zach were talking the other day about. When you, they were, we were basically talking about how me and you are on this show. Um, when you talk, you talk like you're literally, you're writing a story. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm kind of rambling on, but I'm saying, I mean, that's, that's what makes this show good, right? Cause we're not the same. If we were the same, it wouldn't work. So I'm looking forward to diving into, you know, just on a side note here, guys, like I've read some stuff that Ryden has written and when he starts writing some some HVAC articles I can't wait to dive into these they're gonna be good they're gonna be good that's what I'm saying you get some people like I can't write like that there's just no way it's a a trade well thanks to uh, thanks to Bleacher Report and Squawka and some other places taking chances on me back in the day Uh, that's where I learned most all of it um that and I was an editor for a for a soccer website for a while too, so I, I read a bunch of other people's stuff and had to get really good at, at copy editing and other things. So I think sometimes I speak that way even more just because I got so used to having to live in that voice right. for so long. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I wasn't dogging you out. No, no, I completely understand what you mean. I don't think about it because a lot of times it just comes out, I think, without even... Uh, even realizing it so the first article you write it just needs to have a lot of ums in it just write it out (laughs) (laughs) who edited this everybody does that anyway it's either so I do so a lot because I listen to a lot of podcasts and everybody does it nobody you don't realize what the heck you're doing but completely correct sorry about the uh, we derailed I derailed your intro actually you did finish didn't you Nope. nope. Make sure right. to check the link tree in the bios of all of our social media for any other pertinent information, uh, such as direct links to some of our preferred, I guess, syndicated broadcast channels, such as Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, all those where we drive a ton of our traffic. Thank you guys for listening if you're on those platforms. Also, if while you're listening on said platforms, if you would be so kind as to 
rate our show or like our show or leave us a review, it would be awesome because that really helps us continue to grow this and grow our community. Um, We've gotten a lot of really, really nice comments from listeners the last several weeks that I will truly be honest that it makes us that much more excited to continue seeing where this goes. And, you know, we may be 104 episodes in now, but I think we're just now starting to even scratch the surface of where we're going to take this. So I'm very excited. And thank you, everyone, that's been on this journey with us. We got a lot more to accomplish. Yeah, nice job on that. We never talk about... Because we don't have... I mean, we have YouTube and all that, right? But on those platforms, just, just hitting a subscribe there... Yep. goes a long way. And, you know, what's funny is I'm in sales and distribution. And over the last decade, how many times have I had the conversation with my own contractors about make sure you ask for a review? <laughs> right. And how We've many had times? several people yeah. on this show that have told them to do that. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah. And I just don't even... I don't think about it. We get we get into the show. I get so excited about recording and just getting a chance for us to kind of hang out and uh, kick back and just talk about what we're doing that I completely forget about it. But, you know, seeing the things guys have said here recently, um, it's very positive and we're very grateful. So if you guys would be willing to do some of that uh, more openly as well, that would be awesome. It would be much appreciated and it would really help us out. So please leave your review. Thank you. All right, this beer is sweating over here. Yep, mine too. I always go. You go first this time. Me go first? I went yep. first last week. No, Remember? Didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, you did with the tequila. That's right. That's right. Yep. All right, so I'll go first. No, I do not have a red oak. I'm out. Um, That's my fault. I drank them all yesterday. Sorry. Yep, and red oak needs to be pulling up to my house anyway yes. and dropping them off. All right, so I am drinking, I'm keeping it light today, tonight, doing a little Yingling Light Lager, 3.2 carbs, 99 calories. The good old, oh, we got new mics here, so let's see what we got going on here. Oh, that sounded good. That was just a pop right there. Yeah, good old Yingling Light, they were, uh. They were on sale. The America's oldest brewery. No, it's not Chinese beer, Dad. My dad's like, I am not drinking that Chinese beer. Oh, I remember you telling that story. That was too funny. Uh, now, speaking of America's oldest stuff, I did see an article yesterday, I think, um, that was said America's oldest craft beer is done. And apparently, I can't dang, I can't remember the name of it or where the article was because they reset on your phone so often. It's not Budweiser, is it? No, but it was... No, I'm just kidding. You know, it pops up and it's like, yes, Yingling's the oldest brewery and so on and so forth is how the article starts. But then it discusses how the first beer that was considered a craft beer, if you want to call it that, in like years and years ago, way before anything that we've talked about as being craft beer, um, what has finally went away. What makes something a craft beer? I don't know. It's got to be. It has to be something with batch size, I would think. It's got to be. all right? crafted. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's what I would think. Um, yeah. But, you know, that leads me to 
a deliciously brewed and crafted North Carolina's own Red Oak Oktoberfest. Mmm. Oh. I'll be honest, it is probably one of the best Oktoberfest beers I've drank in many years. Yes. It is delightful. I think everybody else tries too hard on it. They do. To be honest. I think they do. But, no, Red Oak crushed it with this one. Uh, And I did see on their event stuff, they they have an Oktoberfest event coming up, and it I think you can buy you buy tickets and do some other stuff, but it wasn't it wasn't overpriced. I think everybody should go check that out. Uh, go look at going to Oktoberfest at Red Oak and the Logger House. Possibly so, see us there. Just you might. Who knows? There. Yep. You never know. <laughs> In my but, new orange HVAC R and D hat. Oh, did you wear that one yet? No, I haven't took the sticker off yet. Of course, it's I'm, raining. I'm digging that white and silver one, man. I know it looks it. Looks better every time I look at it, which those actually went up on the swag shop yesterday. Nice. So they are available to purchase um, the brand new black and silver patch R&D hats are up there. They so look, Ryden, they look sweet. He created those and didn't tell me and he was so worried I wouldn't like them. They are growing big time on me. The white one looks good on me anyway. I love it. And, uh, <laughs> Well, it looks like a Raiders. It just, I don't know. It does look like a badass Raiders hat. You make these hats, they show up. I mean, you're not real sure if you're going to like them, you know, but. No, because even with proofs, sometimes it's really hard to tell if it's, if you're going to like it or not. Yeah, I'm digging that orange one. All right. So difference between a craft beer and a regular beer. Craft beers are beers made with only traditional ingredients in smaller batches. See, a new batch size had something to do with it. Regular beers are beers made in corporate breweries, usually with non-traditional ingredients such as low-quality grains, extra water, in order to in order for the company to boost their profits. Hmm. Um. Yeah, extra ingredients. Oh, extra water. So there's just it's just more. It's just watered down more. Sounds like it. Old Yingling is Pottsville, Pennsylvania, almost where Potts Town, where Keystone is. Very close, very close. All right, so I guess we need to talk some more about Red Oak. Yeah, right. We got to catch y'all up on what we've been getting into. I know the last episode we told y'all we were doing a tour. Yep, we've posted some videos of it, but we got a lot more to put together. Yeah, we did a tour, and it was uh, it was like walking into Disneyland. For it me. was. It was. They got more of a spread over there than I thought. Well, and they're talking about continuing to, to add even more to it, which they've still got some room. Right. But not a whole lot. They don't have a ton more room in there. Um, so, f- first of all, just throwing this out there, if you live nearby, on Fridays, it's 25 bucks. Yep. To take a tour. And... You go through the whole place. The brewmaster talks through the whole process. He's cool. He wants to hurry up and rush through so he can get a beer. Um, <laughs> which lets that. you know, which lets you know just how important drinking beer is at Red Oak, right? And I love how clean. I know all breweries are clean. I get it, but 
I just love that whole thing where we're back here with all this hardware, all these tanks, all this stainless steel, and I swear you could just eat off of anything in there. Oh, you could, man. It is spotless. I think restaurants should be like that. Like, what's the deal with that? Yeah. No joke. I know Pat... He's always like, he's always like, bro, this, these kitchens are horrible. You go into where they're brewing some beer. I mean, why shouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. We went in there and it was spotless. What's the difference? Standard wise. Like what's the difference? It shouldn't really be any different. You wouldn't think. FDA goes back there and they're like, well, y'all are just making a bunch of food for people to eat. I mean, it don't have to be that clean back here. Yeah. Right. Y'all are brewing some beer. Like. I mean, I've been to Budweiser and now Red Oak, and they are just, it's Night literally like they built it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's crisp, crispy clean in there. But yeah, so 25 bucks. Uh, the first big section of it was, what, 45 minutes walking through everything? Talking. Yeah, about that. Um, in traditional style, we showed up a few minutes late to no fault of my own thank you traffic um well because it, it's, it's a bit of a haul this time but nah okay fine but i, t- I was trying to let you out. i was trying to let you <laughs> no, off the hook I, man <laughs> i told Ryden, i said <laughs> i'm not gonna get you there early i don't want you to feel all weird or anything so we'll be late <laughs> on purpose man i have been knockwood i have been so good i really have been so good about getting to people better than at times in the past. I feel like you just don't, you don't pay attention to it. It's like, it's not, you're paying attention to all the other stuff with the good stuff. Yep. But you're late. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. I know. And it's never, but you got everything, your PowerPoints and this and that, and you got all this and that brush. And then it's like, but you're late. Some people can't get past that part. <laughs> it is, dude, I have been, I honestly have been good. You could go back and ask people the last five months, six months, whatever I've been over here. Uh, yeah, five no, months. No, you have been doing something good like that lately. No, I've been good. Been really good. I think, and I also think some of it is I'm in a, an environment that just is much better about allowing me to build schedule and do things the way I think it should be done and trusted to go and do those things. And it's just, it's a different, different environment. Well, and, and our job, right. Driving. So if I have to train at eight o'clock, but I have to set up, um, what? It just said a lost connection to the server. Dear God. If I have to train at eight o'clock and I have to be there at seven to set all the equipment up. I got a big gap there. You know what I mean? But that's early in the morning when you're meeting contractors all over town. Like you run into so many hiccups trying to drive around the city in the middle of the day. Oh, you do. Especially right now. Cause uh, I say, especially right now, more like anytime there's so much construction and crap going on around Charlotte and the surrounding areas and up into Greensboro and Raleigh and these other places I've been going. It's just, Oh, well, an early morning for me, like I'll go ahead and just leave 45 minutes to I mean, I love leaving and driving at 536 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And of course, I'm going to be on time. I mean, I get there. I got 
30 minutes to kill on my phone, catch up on stuff, and then I start, you know, setting up. But, yeah, in your defense, driving around in the middle of the day, 2, 3 o'clock, you know, 11 o'clock, it gets dicey. You, you're like, yeah, I'll be over there in a minute, you know, and then it's this road's yeah. closed, that road's closed, but. Mm-hmm. That happened to me um, between Charlotte and Mooresville the other day. Um, end up having to take multiple back roads to try to get around a freaking wreck on 77. Imagine that. Yeah. And ended up, you know, 10, 15 minutes late, even though I left 20 minutes early. I was like, seriously, really? <laughs> yeah. Some of these guys listening to this show are like, man, you guys don't know traffic. Yeah, I know. Right. I don't know. Sure. It, I'm gonna, Dude, Atlanta was pretty bad. <laughs> nightmare. Atlanta was pretty bad. Atlanta would just add another lane, though. They got like eight lanes circling the city. Yeah, there ain't no adding a lane when half of it goes over water. No. It's a little little bit more uh, non-cost effective. All right, so this is this episode is brought to you by Derailment. derailed. <laughs> anyway, so you do the tour... The best part is you end up back at the brew house. They got you blocked off. Like the public is on one side and then you're on the other yeah, the and you VIP got your own. on the other. Yeah. I mean, they said 75 people. I don't know if 75 is going to fit in that room, but uh, maybe we maybe. had what we had 40 ish. I would say probably about that. And I was um, going to say before we start talking about what happens after the tour, hmm. um, there are a couple things that I thought were, were really interesting. You know, they talk oh, yeah. about they talk about the uh, the 1516 law of purity, which it's the Reihetsgebot, I believe is how it's pronounced. Oh god. Getting my, getting my German on there. <laughs> Where's Ryden? It took Ryden. <laughs> um Bavarian malted barley, aroma hops, naturally carbonated, pre- preservative free, unfiltered, and unpasteurized real beer. Um, but everything in there is completely designed to follow the 1516 purity laws. All of their tanks, everything in there is imported from Germany. Yep. Um, all their hops are imported from Germany. It is a true Bavarian brewery right here in the middle of North Carolina. It's awesome. Um, and it was interesting listening to why, Certain tanks lay sideways, certain tanks they keep them upright um, for settling purposes and aging. Yep, these are big tanks too. They, The tanks are so big that they have two massive holes that open in their roofs so that they can lower in new tanks, I'm guessing with a crane or a helicopter. Yeah, so one was 10 by 10. So Dude, the, that other that, one was bigger. It had yeah, to be. No, it was. That one was almost 20 by 20. Now, these yeah. are... 20 wide cylinders. Yep. And then probably 30 tall. At least. Full of beer. And that room was gigantic and it was 50, 60 degrees in there. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. what I thought of immediately. I'm like, oh, okay. Which looked to me to be a bunch of rooftop units with straight drop downs. Yep. Um, and just open returns up high, look like. Yep. So. And then once we got through the different areas where they add hops and age, we get into bottling and packaging. And they they added cans. He said, what, it was a year and a half ago, two years ago now? Yeah. Because they had always been bottle only forever. 
but they added cans. And at this point, they're doing 50,000 bottles a day, 65,000 cans a day, which is like 250 cans a minute. Yeah, and that only gets distributed in North Carolina. And that is only in North Carolina. So that that's a big number. Yeah. Um, and they said they're they're getting like you said they're getting ready to gear up and add even more because they're just they cannot keep up with demand. They got a little. He was talking about his palletizer. Oh yeah. And he was like, "That's my favorite machine right there because that palletizes the six and twelve packs so that I don't have to do it." He's like, I remember when I first started in a brewery, I had to hand pack pallets and that sucked. He's like, for a year, I thought it was great. And then after that year, I was like, my back's going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so we, when I came to work at Dealer Supply, we had a counter guy that on his, on his side, on the side, he worked at Lenny Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he talked about packing. Of course, they distribute wherever it'll take it, you know. Mm-hmm. They were the kombucha. That's how that company started. Oh, speaking of kombuchas, I watched a derailment. Sorry, derailment incoming. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a video the other day of a guy filming his like little four or five year old girl trying to kombucha, and the faces she made were hilarious. I didn't mind it if it's. I need to get back on that. It's good for you. I just don't know where to get. Like, I remember when we had um, HVAC Jess on there. We were talking yep, about. Yeah, she it. was all she... about some kombucha. She drank it on the show, which I thought was funny. But the, uh, yeah, the, like the mother, the kombucha, the guy that, that had it at Lenny Boy, like, you got to keep it alive. The same one. He's got the same, like, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, it's, but, it's nuts. But it's kind of like yeast cultures. Like a lot of these. Culture, that's it. Yep. Yeah, like a lot of those, you know, old school uh delis and bakeries up up north and in new york and in pizza places that have you know yeast they brought over from sicily and parts of italy and everywhere else so that they can make sure you know once you add the old new york water to to these yeasts it just makes stuff that tastes totally different than anywhere else right so yeah after your uh none of that gosh none of that i know my bad it's not even late So after your, yeah, they talk you through everything and you learn how to make your own beer. He actually gives you a lot of Yeah, he'll give you a lot of good info if you ask good questions, which that happens in any situation. You could tell there was some homebrew guys in there. Absolutely. And he, because he kept throwing out, hey, if you're doing homebrew, make sure you do this, turn this over, don't cook it this long. You know, he was throwing all that out there. Yep. A few little nuggets of info. Yeah. Then you end up back at the brew house for an hour of drinking time. Yes. Twenty five so bucks. <laughs> yeah, twenty five bucks you get tours to the brewery and an hour to basically drink as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean it kind of feels like it's a race <laughs> at first. <laughs> Me and Ryden, so we didn't know any of this. We hadn't no. didn't have a clue. So we go no, in there we, and they got yeah. these what are those five ounce? glasses Which, little small glasses. i'm so angry that we forgot ours we were yeah. sitting there talking to oh, talking we'll to get that guy one. and then uh lady comes by like you done yeah clearing tables and we weren't even thinking and we got up we're like shit oh yeah we left our little <laughs> commemorative um 
No, so it's a five ounce glass that looks like a you know a beer glass, and they've got oh they had like six beers. You could only get four or five of them there. You can't buy them. Yep, yeah, well actually, and they've got even more than that that you can't buy. I think they have, I think ten beers altogether. Yeah, and then we got to we got to be quite literally the first group of people to taste white oak. Yep. White Oak, first first time. I liked it. It was a, I'm not IPA guy, but I'm just telling you, because Red Oak didn't have a IPA style drink. So, yep. This fits that market. Well, and it's crisp and smooth. It was a good beer. Yep. And, you know, they were discussing about, you know, potential future locations if they build another brewery so that they can continue to keep up with demand if they don't have room to add any more here. Um, and for some of the markets they discussed, I felt like it was it was a perfect beer for those markets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a little younger crowd in there, too. So, so let's see. So they have Red Oak, Humminbird, which are the two that you see pretty much everywhere. Um, right. If you see them, and then they have Hop Garden, Oktoberfest, fifteen sixteen Hellerbach, which that was really good. We tried yep, that. I like that one. Um, they had the Black Oak Bavarian Double Bach. We didn't get to try that. We also didn't get to try Battlefield Bavarian Bach. That's like a roasted malt with chocolate and coffee. Ooh. It's a seasonal. That's another seasonal. So some that's of these may be late in the that's year. That's an HVAC doctor drink right there. Yeah, it is. Um, Big Oak, which is a Vienna lager with the strength of a Bach, 7%. See, Black Oak's 8.5, Battlefield's 6.5. They don't list, yeah, they don't list White Oak on here yet. So I think that's, what, 9 altogether? Maybe there's one one or two other specialty ones from here and there that's not listed on here, but those are the main ones. Oktoberfest. Yep. Oktoberfest. All right, so what else we... Which it's a six and a half. That's why it hits nice. We can't talk too much more about Red Oak because we, we, we got to see yeah, what's happening true. there. That's true. So, all right. Could be some news to come. Yep, hopefully so. All right, so I guess let's get into... What else are you working on? Um. So I started work... You know, I've been working on the trailer... Did you post anything of that no. yet? No, I've okay. got a bunch of pictures. Um, um, it's underway. You know, the inside's all plywood, just raw plywood walls. I mean, it's a nice trailer, but... So I'm going to paint that. I started painting that up like a gloss white because the wrap guy is going to wrap the walls with stuff like uh, literature-type what do you say there? Almost like a brochure type yep. thing next to each yep. equipment. So I've, I think I've got it laid out like I want. If you walk into this trailer, it's seven wide, 16 foot long. First thing on the left is going to be a Bosch top of the line tankless water heater, gas tankless. Yep. Obviously propane. Then you're going to walk in. You're going to walk another step. And you're going to have a um, singular boiler there. We got a little boiler market that I can hit. Then we're going to have a 
I'm going to have a 12,115 Gen 3 Bosch Mini Split. Obviously, 115 helps me out on the trailer side. Yep. It still shows all the features there. Then I'm going to have probably a section there where I have maybe a front return air handler that Bosch just just put out. Probably just going to have that on a, on a stat with just a blower running, just to show the blower running, maybe some plexiglass on it. But yep, under yep. that, it's going to be some... some uh, Stuff for the boiler, right? Like a towel heater, tower warmer, maybe a kickboard or a, a, a uh, something for the boiler to heat up. To run some stuff through. Well, and it's nice because it's zones. Gonna, it, it lets you start to highlight a lot of the other stuff that you guys at Keystone have. Yeah. Where you really haven't been able to do that with your, your smaller trailer because it discounted with so much room and that was it. No, this thing's a beast, man. I'm going to put four, uh, well, it's a beast for, for me to build by myself, right? I mean, Aeon, some of these, they show up with a uh, tractor trailer. I mean, I'd love for that to be me, but 16 foot, seven foot interior. It feels big. It's a big trailer. It's a big trailer. I, I stepped in it yesterday when we were up there and I mean, I'm tiny, so it felt big to me. So I'm up on the very end where it comes to a, you know, it's kind of tapers in to a point there. Um, I'm going to put cabinet with a countertop with a little bar sink to run the tankless through that. I've got a panel going in right there to, that the, that's powered by the generator. I'm going to have like a 43 inch TV on that end too. So I can do some stuff in there if I want, but the other space on the right side of the trailer is going to be, I'm going to have a 20 sear Bosch um, connected cart. It's all going to be on one cart. You can roll off and a package unit. You can roll off all that'll plug in outside the trailer and run it for counter days. Also have Arzell zoning on there. Doll valves for plumbing. Tons of other products on there. I mean, so I hadn't talked about this on the show yet. Buying this truck to pull this thing. Oh, man, that truck is nice. Yeah, so I have an F-150. Not going to work for this trailer um, when everything's on there. So my boss said, yep, here's your budget. Just go get a truck for it. I'm like, sweet. All right. So like no one's ever done that before. No, it. It's, and they got one up in Pottstown. That they have a truck designated, you know, for that. So, call the dealership. I found one on, you know, I go, I jump online, find me a truck. I want a, I wanted a white truck because the trailer's going to be wrapped. If we keep the truck white, we can just letter it up. We don't have to wrap the whole thing. Yep, saves a little bit. <clears throat> saves a little bit there. Yeah, thousands, actually. <laughs> so call the first dealership yeah you got this truck there yeah 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 all right well we're just gonna um just let me know when i can come get it i'm gonna be bringing you a check for the truck I'm like okay well let me just go put our hands on it let me call you right back calls me back 45 minutes to an hour later i like oh, that man. let me go put my hands on it yeah no you know you got the I truck know, right? genius yeah <laughs> 
It's not you're not looking for a four dollar thermistor in the warehouse. <laughs> Let me, yeah, it's not a flame sensor. God. Let me go put my hands on it. I'm like, okay, man. Calls me back hour later. Oh man. So there's a guy that's already got a credit app out on that. It's 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 probably gone. I'm like, okay. He's like well, I'll see if I can find you one. Uh, you know, what all are you looking for? I'm like, well, I'm, I can look it up online, man. I don't I don't need you to look for me. You're going to look on the same site as I am. Yep, exactly. So then I find another one. Now, this, this turns into a week and a half process. Mm-mm. I went through four different dealerships. Hey, man, you got this truck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're just going to... I'm going to... Who, let me know who to make the checkout to, and I'll show them. We'll get the truck. All right. Well, let me just uh, let me go make sure. Uh, yada yada yada. So I finally figured out that they didn't want me to pay for it with a check. No, they want you to finance it. I know, but I, I just figured if I found one and said yes, that's the one I'm, I'm coming to get it. They all him hauled around the same, and it, I finally called mm-hmm. on. You know, so then I found one in charlotte and i'm like the little chat box pops up hey are you interested in this truck i'm like huh yep sure am boop, boop, boop. start texting the guy he's the internet sales guy there you go yep i'm like yeah my company will be doing all the financing 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 i, I, I use financing multiple times you'll just have to get with my company um on the financing and everything. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, cool. You don't come see the truck? I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to see it. I just got to come in there and sign some papers and so we can finance it. <laughs> yeah. And go down there. They got it all ready. Then I hand them the check. And they, the guy could have just cut my throat right there. I could just see it on his face. I was like, hey, before you draw up any of that finance paperwork, uh, they ended up just cutting a check for the total. He's just like, huh? Oh, I was like, you think you could throw in a cover, like a, like a cover for the bed? <laughs> He's like, no, no, I ain't throwing nothing in, dude. He wasn't. I mean, he he wouldn't have thrown in a pack of gum at that point. That's so dumb. Isn't that weird? And my and you know my boss, you know, bless his heart. I can say that because I'm in the south. He texts me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, just. You know, we're paying cash, you know, work a deal with them. I'm like, they don't care anymore. No, 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 no. It does not work that way. Not to mention, they took like $200 off this truck. This is a F-250 2023 XLT. <laughs> Anybody on here knows what that costs. They took like 500 bucks off. I'm Internet like, price. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Because we weren't trading nothing in. They make good money there. We brought them a check. I mean, come on. They made something. But yeah, the financing was a big one. Um, Yeah, I had to literally trick the guy so I could buy the truck. It was bizarre. It was a bizarre process. I know. It's so crazy. (laughs) So yeah, nice, nice truck, man. Full drive. No, we didn't get diesel. Sorry. Everybody's going to. The comment section. It's going <laughs> to kill me on that, but well, we but, couldn't you know, afford a diesel, to be honest. You start talking about the, the maintenance difference. 
Yeah, it's almost like a, do you get a high sear heat pump or do you foam your house? Yep. Good segue. Not there yet, but good segue. I know. That's we, good. Well, we, we try. We I got to go talk there. about some HVAC. Yeah, at some we can point. go there if you want. We can get back to other stuff. Go there. Um, Let's talk about high sear issues. Oh, already, huh? If you want. Well, what well, you you got some little bit of what you've been working on commercial water um, source you got here. So, so a lot of people. I don't know how much anyone has really truly paid attention to the company I work for, what all they do. But we've got Insight's got multiple different divisions. We have a how they really started initially was a commercial, true commercial rep. So. A lot of big package product, large split product, all kinds of water stuff, chillers, boilers, cooling towers. Uh, we have a whole division dedicated to reconstruction of chillers and cooling towers. Uh, we do controls. We do big applied equipment and startup and service. If you ever watch Mr. Matt Waxer, the HVAC doctor, and see kind of the stuff he does for Aon, we have technicians that, that do the same type of job that he does as well. And those guys are freaking rock stars. And then we yeah, have I love, love talking to those guys about that stuff. Um, actually, I think in in October I'm going to go spend a couple days on a a chiller and a chiller rebuild here in Charlotte and go through a cooling tower with the recon guys. So that's going to be some cool content when we get to go do that because it's right up the road from me. It looks like. Um, Cody, simmer down. God, no, right? Never fails. When it's my turn to talk, he just he just can't handle himself. Dad, it's my turn. I know, right? Oh. Hey, I can do that too. Yeah, I like that idea. Yep. Octoberfest oh. number two. Yep. This is the two beer show. Definitely a two beer show. Um, there's the other ums. Yeah, you're gonna have to put some content on the chiller rebuild. Yeah, we're definitely gonna put some of that stuff up there. It's gonna be neat. And I mean, I see I see stuff come through our branch all the time, like all the different fill and all the different rebuilding materials and stuff. It's crazy. It all comes in these gigantic like built crates and pallets. <laughs> and he muted him. How about <laughs> I'm so ready for that yard. Get out of here. Man, he is he's What's having he at it. My guess, What's he's looking out the window in the office and someone's probably walking their dog. So he's gotta let everybody know that this is happening. He just likes to he'll crop he'll crop up. See there he is, he'll crop up whenever whenever we think whenever as soon as I hit one balls, he's he's like, Y'all live? Alright, good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you know, we do a lot of different things. I was brought over here to build residential light commercial and part of light commercial that I'm starting to kind of take over now that I've been here several months is I've gotten the opportunity to start discussing some smaller commercial water source stuff, which I know I was working with the, I think it's Ray up in Pottstown yep. yesterday that was working on crossing a two and a half and a four ton older carrier for me to Bosch. So I quoted those out yesterday. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm very interested to start learning about a lot more of this stuff because it's just things I couldn't do before. Um, 
There's right. so many different avenues that I could. Whoa. Hey. He literally just walked up right behind me. Scared the crap out of me. Put you in my lap. How about that? That way you can bark right into the microphone. Oh dear yeah, God! Perfect. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. A lot of new stuff. Um, we have a lot of new wholesale branches that are, you know, right at the tipping point of starting to get things put together. So, going to be doing some some traveling a bit more probably later this fall. Going to help open up some new stores. Which I'm excited about that. One of my one of the funnest things to do is go go open stores. So I'm really excited to be part of that. I know never we, got to be a part of that. It seemed like it'd be a cool thing to open up a distributor. I, I think it's going to be really interesting. And you know, we talked on the last show about trying to figure out how how you put different products in different stores. So as I start kind of doing a little bit of um, cold call stuff into these other cities, as I'm going up there to look at other projects we can start kind of figuring out how we want to do things. Um, and yeah, I know everybody thinks you just put everything from the other supply house no, in, you, in the other one, but you can't, you, you can't. can't markets are too different. And you know, all the guys listen to this show. That's why I like that. We have a little different perspective, but guys listen to the show are like, no, everything in my town carries the same thing. Yep. Now but, go, go four hours, a different direction. Maybe or even not in even the same that. state, or not even that. Go an hour to a different city in your state. And yeah, I always totally I've different. said this on here. Charlotte, North Carolina, and then how far from Charlotte is is Hickory, North Carolina? It's an hour, an hour, hour ish. Yeah, you couldn't give duck board away in Charlotte. Nope, but it is go all up, over Hickory. Yeah, <laughs> go up to Hickory and they get it by the tractor trailer load. And I'm like, excuse me. Yep. Literally, like. I'm not talking, I mean, yeah, I guess that's new construction. I mean, you're talking about like last year. Oh, yeah. Currently. Yeah. It's what's happening. And now, Doug Board, you know, I always, I always take a, take a little walk over to, and you may know the companies that produce Doug Board, but go to AHR and look at some of the Doug Board that's out. It's not what we, I don't know, I hate to knock on Doug Board. It's came a long way. It has. It's it not the same stuff very we well. With. Yeah, it's not it what really we worked does. with twenty years ago. But no, and it's not the stuff we ripped out twenty years ago that was twenty years old at the time. Oh, nothing like changing a coal on a duckboard plenum. Come on. No, thank you. What gravy? That's gravy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, everybody's like, no, you got to change till, that out until you metal. touch it I'm and like, it disintegrates. Well, I'm like, talking uh, about uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's cool. Definitely gonna. No, that's gonna be fun. Get well, some content it, too for that. Well, and I know you and I looked at um, some dates for this fall. I'm not gonna announce those yet. Um, but I know we we're starting to figure out grand openings for some of these other stores. Um, and then I've also I've ran into I've been dealing with a lot more potential. Uh, I'll call them a hybrid contractor. I guess in my mind, but talking about multi-trade contractors that do plumbing, heating, electrical, or yep. two out of the three, I've, I'm starting to do to do some some calls on a lot more of those guys here lately. Just dabbling into some other trades, and I know because of that, we're 
we're looking to start bringing on some other trade guys so we're pumped about some of the stuff we're trying to do there so stay tuned for that oh we're bringing some plumbers on here oh yeah it's happening um well, also so we got, electricians yep absolutely bring on the sparkies and then we've got the the hvac r&d press kit back to the little shameless shameless self promo here but um press kit is almost done i got one more page to finish on it um so if there's anyone listening to the show that is interested in doing some ads or doing some marketing please reach out to us at hvac uh, rnd at gmail.com or you can contact us through the contact form at hvacrnd.com and i'll get you a press kit and we can have some conversation see if there's things we can do to work together uh, oh, a little yeah. self promo in the yeah. middle of the show there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, a little self promo. I'm terrible about not doing it. You know, <laughs> ask for reviews. Now I'm asking for asking for uh, vendor partners. Come on in. Now it needs to, it has to work, right? Like, That's right. If you haven't work. noticed, we don't have ten minutes of ads. No, and I don't um, want to have. I don't want to have ten minutes of ads. Well, I want it to work for the show. Yep. I, th- I think we can. You know, we're looking for a beer sponsor. I mean, it's got to work for the show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I and Dennis and I have talked about it at length, and it's part of the part of kind of the core values of our show, which is something we're working on for for the press kit. That's what's got to get finished because I think at this point, you know, we've we've had our ideas and we know what we believe, but we've not really just stuck it on paper for for how we want to right. to look at the show as we go forward and grow. And I think. You know, one of those things that's important to us is being able to truly talk about our trade openly. Right. You know, I want sponsors that allow us to be us. Because as soon as you get a sponsorship and you can't be the people you were that got you the sponsorship in the first place, then you actually didn't really get a sponsor. No, you got micromanaged. That's it. I've been micromanaged enough, and I sure as hell... They're not going to have it done to us here. Now, I want people on here that know our audience and and value I, our audience, and our, and our audience can get something out of it. That's it. That's it. And that's it, right? So, if Titleist or TaylorMade want to get on here, absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm in. That's right. So, <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, give me about two years. I'm going after golf sponsors. Yes. All right, so let's get into some HVAC. All right. 50 minutes in, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I got to edit some of that out. That's true. That's true. It might be. Yeah, we're probably at least we might, 45 You can edit out about 10 minutes of barking from yep. said little punk that is now just laying in my lap like nothing ever happened. Yeah, we'll do some elevator music. So yep. I'll kind of go into this and... The way I always like to do the technical side is I'll jump into what I've had going on technical-wise, and we'll take Ryden's insight over it, or how he looks at it from a sales standpoint, you know, see where it goes. So, third segment, high sear issues. I don't want to say issues, but... Quirks. High sear products, inverter, variable speed compressors... On the residential side, that's where we're at here. I, I, I deal heavy on the residential side, which I like. Residential, you know, I know 
the commercial guys out there listening, residential is a ginormous market. It's just what it is. Um, so this is something I thought about the other day when I was doing, I actually did a training class early this week in July, which is crazy, but they wanted to bring on the Bosch product and needed some training. So got me thinking each brand has got to get away from, I don't guess they have to, but they got to get away from four, eight hour, four or eight hour training classes. You have to learn the stat, how it works. You got, and I'm talking about communicating equipment. Oh yeah. How the stat works, how to set it up. Takes an hour to set it up. Why? I have no idea. I've, I've trained on those products before. Does this, does that. And I'm not just, like I said, when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm not just, you know, tooting my horn about some Bosch, but I'm just talking about how that style is going. Yep. So you got a service tech. He works for a company. Maybe let's say they're Linux. They bring in, they start selling high sear Linux. Okay. Ooh, we got to go to training. They go to training. They learn about the eye comfort, this, that. Then that guy leaves the next morning, goes to his first call, and it's a carrier infinity. Now what? Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to have this DC voltage, pulse voltage on uh, this wire. It needs to be in this range if it's not. What if you don't know that? Yep. So I just feel like in all those brands and all those things that they're trying to that product's trying to achieve the same thing though why does it have to be that to achieve uh, just a certain degree of an evaporator coil certain amount of runtime, so we can get rid of humidity the blower doesn't have to ramp up and down well it might but i think I think but I mean, we're things, just hitting a wall there. We're just well, hitting a wall. You're there. hitting a wall, but I also think, and you know, you and I saw this before with a brand from before that at times seemed to be more focused on let's give the contractor something that he wants and that he wants to work on. And I feel like that's right. That's disappeared in the last several years across the board with a lot of high sear product because it just seems to be continuing to overcomplicate what it does and how it does. And I understand, I understand brands wanting to have complete individuality and this is what we do. I I get that to a point, but I also think there comes a point where you just over-engineer and over-complicate something that doesn't have to be over-engineered or over-complicated. Right. Well, the more I, the more I'm learning this product. Yeah. The technology is here to do high sear without it being, you know, so much more so much more well and sear i i hate i hate using that word anyway mm-hmm. i hate it i hate sear it's it's variable speed right it's yes. taken it's taken 240 volt or 208 incoming alternating current turning it over to dc so we can simulate and change the hertz on the compressor based on something we're getting Yep. Whether it's a suction pressure or a thermistor telling us a line temp. But 
we still have a refrigerant. We still have an indoor coal, a blower, outdoor compressor coal, and a fan. Like, we ain't really changed a whole lot over <laughs> a long time, right? But we're slowing down, run, we're, we're lengthening run times with less power, which makes more comfortable home, less humidity, less power's good, right? So, yeah, I, I just think we, we got to get away from these guys get full blown. They have to have all this training on this product. But when they leave their house in the morning, they work on four different brands that day. Can you get all that training? I mean, you're going to send your guy to a, you're going to send him to an eight hour, two day class at carrier and you don't put in carrier, you put in train. That's hard well, to swallow. Well, and I mean, you got to is, though. Will they, you? will all these guys actually let you into the high seer training if you're not selling their product? Well, that's a huge Cause, problem because not all of them will. <laughs> I I've remember, been a tech. I remember plenty of I mean, times when there were places that said, you know, unless you are, unless you're this, or unless you do this, or if you're factory authorized for this, you can't even come to this training. It's like, well, then I hope I never run into it. I hope you don't sell any because at some point I'm going to have to work on it. Right. Well, and then you got the companies with a service manager. So he's got to learn all that. That's it. But then it, it always comes back to tech support. You know, blue on we've, we've had the blue, we've had the president on this show. Um, that's a lot of guys talk highly of their tech support. They got a ton of guys over there trying to fill that gap because you know if if i walked up on a if i walked up on the highest seer latest greatest train tomorrow i could fumble my way through it but there's going to be little nuances that i don't know because Correct. i haven't been to a training class now strip it down to just refrigeration airflow problem sure but when it's a software deal i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit a wall and i feel pretty good about my skill level but i don't know that brand and that's that's it, it so when i'm training on the bosch product the guys in the class like i said this is not a bosch commercial but when i when i'm training on it the guys are like so what about this what about this i'm like no 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 it's it's not communicating. It's just 24 volts. You know, the Greeflex, same same idea. Um, there's other products out there. You know, GE's supposed to be putting one out there, if not already. Yep. Uh, Linux makes a, a, you know, some of these brands have a universal heat pump, but it really gets all the features when you use communicating. Mm -hmm. Now, now we haven't really gained anything there, so that doesn't count in my book <laughs> yeah but if you can put all the software in one board outside you know i love units i love a heat pump that looks at a hard number like what's our suction pressure it's got a transducer it knows so let's throttle up to match we know that's our suction pressure on the coil inside so i think it's in a good direction you know 
figuring out software is the next thing everybody's got to do because we nobody's got that figured out. <laughs> like, no, they don't. Well, to where it's, I don't know if it'll ever be a contactor slamming down and never fails for 15 years kind of kind of product. I don't know if we're. I don't, I don't think it will be. Unfortunately, no. we wish it would be, but it's not. Well, software is too much of a ghost, right? Yeah. And then you know if they not mechanical. If, well, so. and if it updates you know, periodically via Wi-Fi, does it always leave your parameters or does it accidentally sometimes jack them up and then you're having all these error codes or it's not doing what it needs to do? Right. I had that conversation with a guy, um, I think two or three days ago, we were talking about that same thing because um, they had had, they had a Echobee stat on house and they had set it up to make sure it would would run and didn't have or it could it could do extended runtime because there's some of those you can go in there and you can monkey with them enough to get rid of them but two weeks after the install the echo b auto updated and it jacked up everything yep and go again try to mess with it and well, i know that you kinda... talked to one guy about that but i've talked to him this is actually another one that had the same thing yeah, so that segue, I mean, uh, this uh, we're just killing the segues. The anything universal um, heat pump that's inverter driven, it's variable speed outside. The smart thermostats, Nest, Ecobee, these stats were created for single stage product. Correct. Or two stage. I'm, okay, yay, they put Y2 on there. Okay. What did you do? It's all about times. That 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 product does not know how many watts you're using, doesn't know anything. It knows run times, and it's just assuming you're connected to a single-stage product. So it spits all this cool stuff out on an app. Has no idea. It's yeah, just no doing doing some math, maybe some some uh, swagging, some swagging math. So. When you take a product that's worried about run times and slap it on a high sear product that's running at half throttle with a quarter of the amp draw, and then the Nestor Ecobee says, oh man, we have been running a lot. Let's shut down. The call you will get is high humidity, not keeping up, high humidity, not keeping up, depending on the weather outside. So... Yeah, I don't see those stats. I mean, single stage products still out there, right? A crap load of it. Oh yeah, and but it's still going. Those in stats are gonna have. They're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna hang in there, man. To be honest with you. Hopefully, Nest made all their money off the power companies handing them out. Oh, I'm sure they have. And trust me, I love the apps. I have. I love that stuff. I love. You know, I've put in a few EcoBees. I have no problem with them. But when you pair them up with a non-communicating high sear product, you don't have enough runtime. That's nope. what it comes down to. So the lady that I talked about, which we speaking of that show, uh, we got multiple comments about that being a very, very awesome story. By the way, so. yes. So I'm still touching base with her. Got an update from her today. <laughs> uh. The tech went back out there. We did. So long story short, 
we were going to put on a train thermostat because her other system had a train stat on it. Yep. That, with the Bosch it. product. Yep. She loved the stat. If I have an app, might as well put both systems on the app. That's kind of the beauty of the Bosch, right? Let's put whatever you want on there. So he put the put the train stat on there, non-communicating, 24-volt stat. Gives all the runtimes. She loves some runtimes. She's remember she's a doctor. She she does all her research. Yada yada. So her other system is a single stage she got this new Bosch here the one that flooded the house out right yep <laughs> it's variable speed comes on it's a three ton so it comes on a ton and a half on a, on a mild day and kind of runs right there runs a lot that's the deal we want these units to run these products have to run they will run twice as long I mean, at minimum, twice mm -hmm. as long as single stage. Depending on how that single stage was sized, right? If it was undersized, obviously longer. If it was oversized by half a ton, which is common, it's going to run 10, 10 minutes maybe, shut off, come right back on, you know, depending on the house. So she he gets a call today from her, and she says, finally got, you know, went through a month here or whatever, and this this Bosch unit is running you know it's literally running twice as long as the single stage he goes okay now that's this is a whole nother show but mm -hmm. being able to talk to this homeowner right so this tech he kind of gets it right he knows like well yeah it's, it's it's not like full throttle but he can't talk to her he can't explain that to her. I mean, she's chew she's chewing him up. Yeah. She's done all her research, but guess what? She still don't know what's happening, right? Yep. Um, and this is the next type of service call that we're running into now with residential. Is the homeowners are reading more, but they still don't know. Because they're reading more, but they still they don't know, know what, what they're reading. Like. Yeah, they don't know what they're reading necessarily, and they know what it was like to have, you know, a single stage system for 20, 30 years. Right. Well, yeah, they're just figuring that out. They they finally got that down pat. Yep. Now you got this thing that never shuts off. Yep. So her next, he sent me a screenshot of the text. That at the end of the text it said, "But my house feels fantastic." <laughs> you're welcome good night so that's that's what happened so he calls me he calls me now i didn't get to talk to her he calls me and he goes okay you see this text and i'm like yeah looks it's it's awesome what's the problem he's like well it's 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 running twice twice as much i'm like it, it will yep. it will run twice as much because when these products start up you know the Bosch product in general and this system he's put in there, uh, it's an 18 sear. So when it comes on, it comes up to speed. It's running at 25% of its capacity. Give it a, about two minutes. It'll throttle up a few more Hertz, a uh, little more BTUs. The last thing it wants to do is click that stat off. 
because if it's running, it's pulling out humidity. That's it. And she's raised her temp up. Her humidity is almost in the 40s. It's 50, 49, 50. So her comfortable temp now is 73, 74 when it used to be 70. Yep. Right? Because it... It's all about humidity. The worst thing they could have ever done is make a dry bulb temp on the stat, right? I wish it would have just been humidity. But, so, I mean, these homes are, th this is the next generation of homeowner right here. She's got all these psychrometers sitting around on nightstands. You know, because she's had all them trouble. Yep. All that trouble. So, I went through it with him. I was like, look. If it's running twice as long as a single stage and you know, if you want to go by there and check your charge, if you're second guessing your charge, check your static, make sure it's dialed in just to make sure it's not sucking in attic air or something causing it to run long. But it, that's, that's right. You know, don't ask me to put a number on how long it needs to run. Cause I, that's, I, that's not, that's nothing I can calculate. Like, yeah. But I will tell you that it will run at least twice as long as a single stage. And in the meantime, it's out there pulling three amps, you know? And when it starts, it starts at one amp. So no lights dim. That's not just Bosch. That's, that's variable speed inverter. Comes on, starts up, throttles up. You know, that's, that's what I like. Um, so yeah, so he said he's going to call her, you know, she said, I, I love it. It feels great in here, but now that she sees her run times, she's all over that. So just be careful, you know, make sure you know what you're talking about with these homeowners or. Yep. It's open will, mouth insert foot real quick. They will hand careful. it, hand it to you. And I love talking to homeowners like. My last job at a distributor, you know, it was a big no-no. But when I talked to her for an hour and a half, like, I saved that dude's life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, They lose, they lose, not respect. I mean, they just, they, they're like, man, I just need a third party. The homeowner's like, I mean, how many horror stories have you heard of the, the homeowner not trusting the contractor? Oh yeah. And he's in the right. You hear more and he's every doing, single day. You know. So I got another one next show that we'll talk about. Don't let me forget. I don't want to talk about it on this show, but homeowner wanting sixty three degrees in his house. Well, we can talk about that one and and hopefully I'll know a bit more uh about this massive pool house with oh, six yeah. systems in it that I'm working on with this guy. Yeah. Life goals. <laughs> I've seen pictures of this. This, yeah. this this pool house is a million dollars. Yeah, it's a million. Well, it's a one point two million dollar pool house, and then the pool that is next to it. Well, the pool that is between the pool house and the regular house, which is ginormous, by the way. The pool yeah. is a one point three million dollar pool. Oh, it's grotto. got a grotto. With a grotto. I will be doing a site visit there. Just yes, we definitely have got to do a site visit there. I will report back, trade crew. <laughs> <laughs> so Dennis <laughs> he didn't make it back. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> AC's running great. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, this bull house, what do you say, two five tons? Uh, it's going to have two five tons for just the main area because it's got these giant fold-open doors with 30-foot freaking ceilings. It's right, insane. so this is what, this is, so you get these, you know, I'm not knocking other podcasts, but you get these podcasts like, oh, you got to, you know, do the low calcs and this and that. When these, when a homeowner like this says, I want to open these doors in the middle of the summer and I want it cold in here. Yeah. You know, what's the load calc on that? Guess what? You got to come up with something. Mm-hmm. It's obviously got to be variable speed because when you close the doors. <laughs> yep. You close those doors, you go back to whatever your the, regular normal load-ish should be. Load, right. So can that outdoor unit throttle down? Yep. Um. I love jobs like that. I mean, some contractors are like, oof, I'm not tackling that. Like HVAC Strong, we, we've actually thrown a lot of guys out on the show. Yeah. HVAC Strong, I see him taking on stuff like that, right? Yep. Um, it's a challenge. Now, some challenges in this industry can get expensive, right? <laughs> you eat stuff, you, mm-hmm. but you learn so much on yep. these. Um, and it's good talk around the bar. Well, and talking about learning new stuff about AC... We're going to segue quickly into a couple of articles and then we can start maybe wrap a little bit of this up so we don't burn through all the next week's stuff, which next week right. uh, we're back to, we have a guest next week. It's going to be a great show. We're excited about that. I'm not telling you who it is. Um, we've kinda, I say we save the cooling post for the guest. You want to save those for the guest? Yes. Okay. All right. We'll save those for the guest. Shall we? Because I haven't read them yet. Okay. They're pretty good. Um, Because, yeah, we've not went through articles in a bit. There's been some world news since our last few shows. Um, Well, then I guess do we talk about... i got to get me a world news. Corey (laughs) needs to get me a world news music. Yes. Ooh. He's sitting on the couch over here staring at me. Actually, we do. We need, like... He's... Oh, he's meowing. There it is. We need, like, some uh, daily show slash weekend update vibes. Yeah, news. Today. Yes. I hate getting to work on that. Get on it, Corey, before we lose you next week. I love how Ryden talks to Corey and Corey can't hear him. I always do. I got headphones in. I I always talk to Corey like he can hear me. We're drummers. He he will hear it through osmosis because we (laughs) don't have any normal hearing left. We'll just get there. Um, Well, I guess we should talk about AHR. I know we've seen people, a lot of people in the last two days have started throwing some AHR up or AHR stuff up. So, you know, we we discussed yesterday, Dennis and I recorded our promo. So you guys will get to see that in uh, about a month and a half or so. Yep. Uh, it's recorded, but you can't see Very it. difficult. Sorry. Very yes. difficult for me to read a script. Just yes. throwing that out and there. I, I cannot wait until after the official AHR one posts so that then I can drop all of the bloopers because they will be I watched excellent. back. I, I watched the bloopers back. Me and Corey were watching some of the audio, and I, man, I was dropping some F bombs on them. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going to apologize on that now. Um, I'm going to tell you what, when you hit record and you got to read something, you know, tool pros, she said that, or he said that tool wife, tool Tool wife, 
to a wife. She said, "Sorry, Kathleen." I know. Well, tool. Sorry, Brent. It's tool pros. Tool pro. Oh, plural. We're going plural now. There it is. That's what I said. She had to read. She had to read the ad. They wanted her to read the ads on the show. Okay. She's like, I can't do it. I can't do it when you (laughs) when you hit record, and I'm like, I can't. She she said I can't do it, and I'm with her. It's tough. I think that's what's funny. If you ever watched, uh, I hate saying watched podcast. Podcasts are audio. Nothing against guys with video, but a podcast is audio. You can't watch a freaking video driving down the road unless you want to land in the ditch. Um, right. But I used to watch uh, Two Bears, One Cave with Burt Dreischer and Tom Segura, and every time they have to read ads, like they're literally reading them right there on the show taping, so they screw up half of them. It's always funny. Uh, especially Bert. It's always That's great. That's what we need to do. Now, if uh, I'm reading an ad, well, I'm going to pre-record that and drop it in there. <laughs> yes. Make sure we stay on script. Well, that's what she Here said. She couldn't do that either. Yeah. Thirty. All right, go ahead. So, yeah, ahrexpo.com. Get registered. Get the app. Start planning your show, which we sit here and talk about it. I'm still waiting on my bosses to get back from vacation so I can get some more of this stuff sorted out. The next couple yeah, we're weeks. gonna be staying. <sighs> in we're, a, gonna be we're gonna be sleeping in, a in dumpster, the back of the truck. The <laughs> we're gonna be pulling that trailer up there and running that dang generator to keep our asses warm. Um, not a terrible idea, yeah. actually. Anyway, no, not really camping out. Uh, get the app. Start planning your show. Follow the booths you're interested in for news. Check out HVAC R and D's info in the podcast pavilion. Promo stuff coming very soon. Um, Maybe some HVAC R and D press conferences. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And then, like I said, next week we get back to some guests. Um, God, we've got we legit. This is going to be like the busiest fall. HR is going to be here before we even know it because, like I said, it's already August. It's crazy. Um, So yeah, next week we're back to guests. Go get registered. Make sure to tag HR Expo on Instagram. Go check out everybody doing the same. Anyway. All right, so a little a little teaser. Oh, here we go. Um, working on a guest for this show, reaching outside of our realm a little bit, like we talked about. Yep. My brother sent me a text today. So my Ooh, brother yes. is, he's almost 50, 49-ish, ish. I'm 41, a little older. He's he's worked in the parts automotive automotive parts since he was fifteen. So he went to work at a part you know parts store at fifteen years old. Worked his way up. He's worked at speed shops. He's worked at dealerships. Never, literally, never got out of that industry, which is awesome. No, he's not coming on the show, but he sent me a picture today of a pallet. He's at a dealership in Atlanta in the parts department. Sent me a picture of this pallet. It's probably eight foot wide, 10 foot long. Okay. It is the Hummer EV battery. The new Hummer EV. Um, the Hummer puked the... All right, I'm going to read the text. <laughs> I'm just going to read the text here. When your $120,000 Hummer EV pukes the battery at 2,100 miles <laughs> and you have to replace it, battery weighs 4,110 pounds. 
When I lifted it on the forklift, it picked the back wheels off the ground. <laughs> Warranty cost 47K. God, yeah, we definitely got to right. talk about that on the next show. Also, the technician installing it, this is his first EV battery replacement. He is fresh out of the GM school. Godspeed. That's what it says on the text. So, I told my brother I want to get a technician from there or anybody at the shop there because electrification on their end might be a little different than what you're thinking. Yeah, no joke. Because the dealerships have to be tooled for all this. He's told me about it a little bit before. The technicians have to be schooled on it. It's less parts, right? But it's a whole nother learning curve. Just like we're talking about with inverters. Inverters have been around since the 70s. Mm-hmm. But me talking to that tech today, he's just learning about it, right? So, yeah. Plumbers and auto mechanics coming on the show. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Please be sure to follow us on social media at HVACRD on Instagram and TikTok. Find us as HVACRD on TradeHounds, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For anything else, go check the uh, link tree in the bios. And please make sure to go check out the Trade Crew Vendor Hub on HVACRD.com. Stay tuned to more cool stuff coming this fall. Yep. All right. See you guys next Friday. Ladies, everybody. Peace. See you.